Good morning, diary. Ooh, I'm so excited to talk to you today. I have battled. I have battled in the spirit and I am still alive. Ooh, y'all don't know what I have been through over the last few weeks of me dying to my past. I mean, there was so much shit up in me I had to die to. 40% of my heart's projection rate I have sold seeds into this earth. Oh, diary, we have so much to talk about. I have been going through, you remember when you let me go on Facebook and you let me go viral on Facebook and you had me telling the people all about how, how, um, how uh, we made it to the tree of life. We were in the lake of fire and we were going through all this stuff. And then I, my daddy died and I went through all this stuff and we had COVID and all this stuff was going on. And I'm just sitting here in the year 2020. When I look at the year 2020 forward, I see 2020. But when I look at the year 2020 backwards, I see my grandmother Mary. <laughs> I see my grandmother Mary. She was born on February 2020. But backwards is February 0202. I see that so clearly. I was walking uh, into this place a couple of weeks ago and this man did a reading on me. And he said, your grandmama is so proud of you. And that is what I said this year meant for me. I said, this year meant for me that my grandmother who has been resting in her grave all these years since she died, since 2005, my grandmother been dead 15 years. I said, 2020, I'm turning it around and looking at it with my dyslexia. And I'm going to see that shit backwards. And grandma, you're going to come through for me because I haven't dreamed. I haven't had nothing. I had, I think I had one dream about my grandmother. And she had a, uh, she was lying in a bed. I didn't know truly if it was her or not, but she was lying in a bed and her face was like flush red her face was like flush color red her body looked like it looked like her body but her body looked like a smaller version of her body as if it could have been just like a baby's body but it looked it just like my grandmother's body with her stomach and everything her bow legs all that but her face looked at a fleshy color red not like skin though it looked it like her face was just blood, to be honest with you, in the dream. And I, I could see her. I could see her as my grandmother, who she was. But I couldn't see her because it was blurry. Like the essence of her was blurry, but I knew who it was. And so a couple of weeks ago, when I'm going to this, this place, um, right after I got out of the hospital, reminds you, I'd just been back to the emergency room. So I kind of keep getting these illnesses where I'm going back to the hospital. But the other week when that man did that reading on me, he said, your grandmother is right here. And inside of myself, I was being sarcastic. I'm like, mm -hmm, what grandmama is he talking about? And I said, if it ain't my mama, mama, it don't count because my other grandmothers to me are null and void. Um, I feel like my grandmother on my father's side is null and void. So, um, and I got so many reasons why I feel like that. I, I honor her and I respect her, but I don't feel like the character traits that she allowed her children to have, I don't have those. So I don't feel like I have my paternal grandmother's character traits. 
inside of me other than preaching at people and being bold as fuck. But my grandmama on my mom's side got all that shit too, so I can't even accredit nothing that came from my father, mother, in me except for my big ass, maybe, because she said, you gonna have this big old booty. But I had it because I believed her ass when she said that shit to me. To me that day when she said, I'm gonna have a big booty, she put a curse on me. So I said, now that I'm grown, 52 years old, and she dead and gone, I send that shit back to her. She used to say all kind of shit to me. She just was a spooky, spiritual-type woman. And gifted and loved the Lord, but she didn't really trust him because if she did, she wouldn't have laid on her deathbed and moaned my Auntie Vicky's death and died because of her one daughter died. She got mad and stopped eating and stopped praying and just laid in her bed until she lost all that weight from however many pounds, 400 pounds, however she, much she weighed, until she was smaller than any man that can walk through any door. Because she grieved, because she really didn't trust God. Well, I've been that, so maybe that's the spirit. Maybe all my negative spirits or negative character traits that God had to whoop my ass about. Maybe I get all that from my dad's side of the family. All because they were the church people. They were the ones that were supposed to know better. They was the ones who pointing their fingers at you. All them Wallaces, they was the one that was pointing their fingers at you, letting you know you ain't good enough for God. But yet and still, God used me several times in our lives to whip their ass and show them, I know God more than y'all know God. He's my best friend. He's, matter of fact, he is me. Because greater is he that is within me. He is me. So I ain't proving myself to nobody no more. I'm not walking in hate. I'm not walking in thievery and, and conning people and stealing like they've done. I'm not walking in murder and don't go against somebody. Which I'm not doing that, y'all. I started down that path. And I, I got a few steps and I saw them warning flags. I said, hold up, shit. My spirit telling me I done done this before. And I already had a victorious outcome like Jesus had when he went to hell for them three days. God, I ain't walking down that path no more after I saw that second sign. I said, these people trying to get me to come back in my old character. I'm a new man. See, when you learn about the Lord and you really, really study your life and show yourself approved in this world and God done whooped your ass enough for you could know better, then you start doing better. And that's just a fucking fact. When you know better, you do better. But a lot of motherfuckers don't never know because they don't want to ever look at their goddamn self a Kamala Wallace. I stays in the mirror because God calls me image therapy, LLC. I done told y'all that. That's what the Lord calls me. I will always be that no matter if I still have that physical building or not. I have and always will be image therapy to the world. And nothing can ever erase that blueprint. Whether I own it, just like my inheritance, I was born the first child out of wedlock for Richard Edward Wallace and Henrietta Wallace. My sister and brother, Antoinetta and RJ, they were born the first set of children in wedlock of Richard and Antoinetta Wallace. So there's no difference between us at all. We're all the firstborn children of our families, but this firstborn don't operate the way that firstborn do. That firstborn was raised with my father. I, understanding in my patterns and my universal codes and knowing the zodiac signs and knowing that I am a Pisces that was born on the cusp of March the 20th. Being born on March the 20th at the time I was born and the year that I was born, 
it tells me that my zodiac sign is coming to a completion that I have gone through, I believe, for 40 years of my personal life, but it says 700 years. And I haven't been here for 700 years unless God keep bringing my ass over and over, which that's what it possibly could be because I believe that we walk through portals and every door that we walk through is a whole fucking new reality for you. And I hope you never forget that. See, my pain and my, my dis-ease and all of these things that has happened to me in my search for the purest thing that I found in the world, and that's love. Still, I do not possess it outside of myself. I'll repeat that for those of you who are slow like I used to be. I looked for love outside of myself and found none. So I have not found love outside of myself, but I have found all of the love within myself. That means I tapped into a source that was greater than I am. I call it God. I call it Jesus. I call it Bula. I call it Allah. I call it uh, 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 Harry Krishna, whatever they, whatever you want to call it. I call it good. I call it bad. I call it the devil. I call it angels. I call it light. I call it the word. I call it any word that you can think of. That's what I found. The word. The word doesn't lie to you. Now, let me let me go back and think. I can think of a, a story that I have with my mom. My mom, I never like to listen to my mother on the phone. And if people wondering why I don't like to talk to people, here's why. Now you can understand Cam a little better. Even for my family members and my very close friends who can't stand me because they can't figure my ass out. Let me help y'all dumb bitches a little bit and tell y'all something for whoever it is out there. Don't know who you are, so don't get offended because it ain't personal, bitch. But anyway, so, and this is my diary, and you invading on my fucking territory. So you are a fan called D-O-T-M, Diary of the Mouth, bitch, get it right. That gives you some diarrhea of the mouth to go back and talk behind my back as if somebody won't come to this podcast one day. I don't worry about the numbers. I tried to tell y'all that. I owned the numbers when I gave y'all all them winning numbers. And y'all ain't never do shit for me on Facebook. So, with that said, here's something that you should know about me. I am very, very, very simple. And many times in my life, I revert my thinking as an adult back to my thinking as a child. Oh, that's a dumb bitch. I can hear you now. She's so fucking stupid. What fucking sense do that make for her to think like a kid? Well, my upbringing was in the church, in the Bible. I've, I've looked at the Quran because I had a friend named Johnny Williams who studied the Quran. And me and Johnny used to be at work. He was a barber and I was a barber and a hairstylist. And we would work together. We would go back. Is this in your book? Is that in your book? And all this stuff. And then one time we got in a debate about Jesus. And then he had to come back to me a couple of weeks later and say, Cam, it's in the book. It's in all the damn books. The story is the same. It's talking about you. You are Jesus. You are the only begotten one. You are the one that needs to remember yourself. You are the one that needs to carry the character traits of good and even know how to exist in the earth. Jesus was the innocent one. He wasn't a murderer. He wasn't a thief. He took them two back to heaven, even though the murderer couldn't see when he got back to heaven with Jesus that day in paradise. What the fuck you think paradise is at? Heaven. 
I understand what Satan meant when he said to me, when I met him with my ex, and I looked him in his eye, and he says, I want to go home, and I want to rest. But I can't go home. And I said, why you can't go home? I said, what, what's holding you up from going home? He said, I can't go home because you always want to know the answer to every question. He said, listen to me. You don't have to know everything. I said, yes, I do. He said, no, you don't. I said, yes, I do. He said, Cam, you don't have to know everything. I said, yes, I do. And if I don't know everything, I'm going to keep learning until I learn everything. He said, you don't need to know why the leaves fall off a tree. Just know that they do. I said, no, baby, because the God that I serve and the God that I believe in taught me that if I have a problem, there must be a solution. And there's a problem for me if God made the, the Garden of Eden and it spread it all over the world and we got a tree that loses leaves. It matters not about fall. Because it shouldn't never lose a leaf, period. And that's how I feel. If everything is supposed to be perfect, that means your words are most supposed to line up so that you can perfume your atmosphere, meaning your surroundings, the people you hang with, all the stuff that you do. You have to perfume your atmosphere with the best words that are conducive to the situation that you're in right now. I've been dying, y'all. I hope y'all hocus pocus root workers and doggone boodle doll stickers got that. I felt every stick and I sent all that shit back to y'all asses because I've been there too and I've done that. And I understand that for every dis-ease there is a solution, there's a problem. And I know how to solve the problem because this is my life. And I know where I have been and I know who I've been around. And I know the character just like you know my character. God taught me all that stuff I told y'all. Black magic, voodoo. How did I tell y'all about the witches and the warlocks are working right now? They working spells right now. I told y'all, y'all keep murmuring and complaining that Trump was going to continue to be the president. That's what I told y'all. I told y'all, y'all got to walk in love right now because it ain't about good and evil right now. It's about us walking in love right now. It's still 2020. We have a few more weeks in 2020. And I'm sitting here waiting on God to give me the word for 2021. I'm waiting on him to give me the word to give to y'all for 2021 because my 2020 word of God's perfect vision and you've made it to the tree of life, but you had to go through the lake of fire first. It has not failed yet. It has not failed yet. And God has been producing fruit for 12 months. If not, he's a liar. And I'm saying it to the public so that he can hear me saying that he's a liar. If this tree do not produce fruit for 12 months out of the year, that means expect another stimulus package. Because we're going to be sitting in this shit for a little bit longer. That's what that means. We're going to be sitting in this shit for just a little bit longer. Because y'all won't learn your fucking lessons. Y'all won't learn your fucking lessons. It's not about good and evil. It's about us walking in love. And there's still a lot of people, even though there's, what, 80,000 who love Joe Biden, so they say, and 70,000, 700 million or something. I don't know how, what the numbers, I don't even watch the shit. I told y'all I was taking myself out of it after I told y'all everything that God told me to tell y'all. Y'all better get the shit right in your hearts. That man is a child of God, and it's about walking in love. I'm not saying that Joe Biden ain't going to be 
outcome the president through the electoral votes, but I'm just letting y'all know that if y'all don't get your heart right, he might just not be. Because that same thing I said in my post, and I did not erase no post. They all still there. And everybody who is not my friend right now, which is none of y'all, because everybody has, I have closed my page down for some me time, for some healing, and to move to a different location where I told y'all I was going. Because Facebook ain't going to keep hindering me from speaking the truth. If they do, then... I'll just go around the world and tell people in, in person. Period. Because I will never stop doing what God told me to do. Never. I had a phone call from one of my girl, one of my um, girlfriends um, the other day. And she said, girl, she said, do you remember the guy that I let you meet? And I had you to talk to him. I said, uh-huh. She said, do you remember every word you said to me about that man? I said, mm-hmm. She said, do you know he has literally proved every word that you said? I said, I know. I know how to read a motherfucker. And when a motherfucker try to play me, I always win because games are meant to win. I was an athlete. I have a mind of an athlete. Them damn voodoo dolls and shit don't work on me. My God made all that stuff. It's a part of the word. Voodoo is a word. The word is life. I'm going to say that again. Voodoo is a word. The word is life. So if I know that voodoo is possible, I know how to send it back. You don't have to receive anything that you don't desire in your life. And I got to give thanks to my little cousin Brandon for that. Brandon Curtis. I give thanks to him for that. Because you don't. He told me one day when we was coming from Florida, he said, no, cuz, I don't think like that. Negative don't come to me. Even though I have the wisdom to know that negative does come to all men, but it's what you choose. To be, your perception is what he was actually saying. He didn't say the perception. He just said, I don't look at it like that. And he showed me how he looked at it by playing me a song. And we listened to the song. I was like, okay, I get you. So I blessed the atmosphere for him for saying that that day when we were in each other's presence. I don't, I don't take no, no, I don't take no, nothing from nobody. Everybody is in your life when they're supposed to be in your life for whatever reason they're supposed to be in your life. I believe that with all my heart. And when they ain't supposed to be in your life, that means, let me, let me show you like this. Let me break it to y'all like this. We were, we all met on Facebook. Okay. There was 5,000 friends that Facebook allowed me to have. I had a business page. Half of y'all was over there. Some other people was over there on my business page. Facebook allows you to go live and allows you to have as many viewers as you can have. Okay? I've done that. I went on there. I got my viewers. Okay. If all of us are in each other's lives every day for 11 years, okay, I'm going to explain to you how I feel and why you do not see me on Facebook right now. It has nothing to do with any personal things. It has nothing to do with anything except for I'm having me time, as I have explained to you all in my post for 11 years. Still, my history is there. You're welcome to read it. My videos are still there in public. You are welcome to watch them. I have explained to y'all, everybody in their life needs some alone time. You were born alone. That means you need it. I'm going to say that again. You were born alone, even if you was tw twins or triplets, quadruplets, whatever. 
you were born alone because only one of y'all can get through that, that canal at a time. It's called the birth canal. You were birthed into a door, a portal, a space and time, a pattern, something that has been documented that you were here. A lot of you all are so low because you have looked for love from your mama and your mama didn't give it to you. You look for love from your daddy. Your daddy didn't give it to you. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm calling out the same shit. I, when I talk to you, diary, I'm talking to you about me. I ain't talking to you about nobody else. Same thing on Facebook. I ain't talking to these motherfuckers. I've been talking to myself because I am the word and the word got me here on another level, growing to another level to understand who am I? Because every minute second of my breathing experience that I am experiencing in the earth, I change and become a new me every minute second. And I know that. Life is so easy when you understand it. So let me tell you about a dream I had. Not last night, but the night before last. In my dream, I am at a country picnic or party with a tent, cars. You know how you have all the cars around, people everywhere. I'm walking around. I'm looking at everybody, seeing who I know or is it some? It could have been a, it could have been like even a, 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 a tailgate or something. I don't know where it was. But I, I, I must was in heaven because it was so beautiful. And I stumbled upon a lady that is already in heaven right now. She's one of my ex's mother. I'm sorry for making all this noise. I'm just me. I ain't trying to be no the next top podcast motherfucker. I ain't trying to do all that shit. I'm just being me. Everywhere I go, my brother like, man, why you, why you get off Facebook? Why you get off Facebook? I said, boy, I done been there, done that. I've been on Facebook for 11 years. I'm 52 years old. I was on Facebook and went fucking viral at 50, 50. I went viral at 50 on, on a social media platform. Man, I done been there, done that. I've been talking to them people for 11 years. If they ain't got it yet, they ain't on my love and they ain't going to follow me and they ain't going to keep growing with me because I'm tired of talking. And I got off. Shit, I need some time for me to rebuild all the shit I done emptied out for their asses to be who they trying to be. But then a lot of them get envious. Then a lot of them get jealous. A lot of them get backstabbing. A lot of them start talking about you. A lot of them start doing different things to you, uh, trying to hurt you because they don't understand you and they don't like you and they now want to become your God. When those things start happening, I call it shit happens. That means they are being fertilized by God. And I can move myself out the way because the Bible says that when you have a garden, and Facebook was my garden. It was called Cam, C-A-M, Wallace, W-A-L-L-A-C-E. And it was called My, M-Y, Timeline. That means whatever the fuck I put on my fucking timeline is whatever the fuck I wanted to say. No matter whether I was in the energy of that moment or whether I have grown to the energy I am right now, I'm still who the fuck I am. Because it all has a foundation. You're building, you're master builders. I keep telling y'all, go to Corinthians chapter 3. It talks about the master builder. It says that the foundation has already been laid for us, y'all, which is Jesus Christ. 
God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, and the chief cornerstone has already, God put it in its place, which also is Jesus, because he sent us back a comforter, which was the Holy Spirit. So the chief cornerstone is the Holy Spirit of God. And the Holy Spirit of God is the breath that we fucking breathe because he was nothing when he was laying in the sand when God spit on the man Adam, not the man Jesus. Come on, Holy Spirit. Don't play with me about God. God done told me things about him. He done revealed things to me. I done been behind the veil with God. I was born with a veil over my face as proof. I done been behind the veil with God. There is nothing between me and God. We are one. I don't fight people I love. So when I get to the point that shit happens, meaning as a gardener, you go outside and you till your ground and you get your ground ready for the seed that you have to plant. You first go out there and you get up all the weeds and the stumps and the rocks and all the things that you get up out of the ground to see what the soil is. You'll have what, one of seven or one of how many, how many soils? I'm just thinking seven because I'm thinking about the seven chakras that God uses. And the earth is the earth no matter what chakra form it takes. So now we're dealing with the earth as the fucking soil. So you go out there and you dig in the dirt. Like he said, he made the man from the dirt. So if he made one man from the dirt, that means he made all men from the dirt. And all men have a color seven chakras. Remember, I taught you guys that God said to me that he was the redeeming cross. The redeeming cross gave you $505,000 lottery wins because I was proving to you that God walked with me. I don't have to have a dime in my pocket to know that I am wealthy because I know my worth. Because I know me and I know my God. I see him in everything I do. Him and his many faces, his many names, and his many character traits. Boy, Lord, have you taken the shit up out of me. Thank you, Jesus. I literally was full of shit. Because I'm the type motherfucker. I'm so empathic. I already know what you're thinking before you think it. I already know what you're going to do before you do it. But I'm that motherfucker that'll take that shit just to let you see the outcome didn't come out how you thought it was going to come out. You thought you was going to still have me. Hell, my ex told me that yesterday when he talked to me on the phone. He said, Wallace, I'm going to always be yours. You're going to always be mine. We got, I know we got a child together. That means we're parents. We'll always be parents, period. That's the word that I choose to put on our relationship because, baby, you was a baseball player and I gave you three strikes and you struck yourself out yet again. See, here's what he missed. And I was going to tell him that yesterday, but I decided not to. When I was in the shower yesterday, I had a whole conversation with my baby daddy, whom I really dearly love. He's a beautiful person. He really is. But here's what my baby daddy missed. My baby daddy tried out for the Atlanta Braves baseball team when I, the day before I met him or, or, or I think, yeah, it was the day before I met him. He had went to Atlanta and he tried out for the Atlanta um, Braves. Well, he didn't, get the, he didn't get the position that he wanted. But the next day he came back and went to work and I walked through the door to get my hair cut at the barbershop. 
and he was standing in the place that my normal barber would be standing. And I said to the owner of the shop, I said, Mr. Dutton, I said, where's my barber? And he said, oh, he's gone. We got this new man right here. I said, okay. I said, but can he cut my hair? He said, oh yeah, he got you. He got you. He can cut your hair. So I looked at him and I was like, you gonna cut my hair right? He was like, yeah, yeah, I can cut your hair. So I sat in the chair and he came around front and he looked at me and he asked me, how do you want it? And I told him, I said, you can cut all as short as you want to. You can do your thing. I said, but leave my length in the top. Just blend my length in the top in with my sides and my back. I don't care about anything else. He was like, okay, I got you. So he said that he walked behind me. He, he said he immediately started sweating and he walked behind me to get the cape and the neck script to put on my neck. So he said he grabbed the cape and he turned around to swing the cape open to drape it across me and he looked at the back of my neck and he said he instantly fell in love with me because I had the most beautiful neck that he had ever seen and he has been cutting hair since he was a little boy. So he said that he was sweating even more by then. And then he says, um, he cut my hair. After I left, I paid him, I even gave him a tip. After I left, by the time I made it from his barbershop back to my job, I had a dozen roses waiting for me. And this is so crazy because in my real life, I just got a dozen of roses yesterday. But it wasn't from my baby daddy. It was from my son. <laughs> and he says, how do you enjoy having these roses while you live, mama? I said, baby, I love it. Give me some more. And it's funny that how you go back to your wisdom of your past. And I had that conversation with him in the bathroom and he wasn't even there. I just was speaking to the spirit of who he is and who I am and who God is and what I believe God wanted me to say at that moment, even though I don't even have to talk to him in the physical. Excuse me, y'all I had to get some water. I don't have to talk to him in the physical, but I can get the point across just by speaking out loud the words that need to be spoken. See, a lot of times when I have things that I'm going through, I try to suppress them. I try not to think about them because they'll make you sad or I try not to revisit the emotions. What I used to do is I would suppress it and I would suppress it so deep inside of me which greater is he that is within me is the Lord. So greater is he that is within me is he that is in the world. These he's that are in the world, I had to learn when I suppressed that thing so deep inside of me, then God got to say, hold up now. Let me take a look at this thing that you pushing deep down inside of me because I'm greater than this stuff out here. So that's when you've planted that seed. That's called planting a seed. What I used to do was walk backwards in my life for 25 years and go try to fix or go try to solve the problem. Then I said to myself one time, now Cam, you a great judge of character. You can read everybody, yada, yada. I know one of these men was good and you might have missed it. And I went back and I gave each one of these people 
that asked me for a relationship three times in 30 years. I had three different relationships with them. The first choice pick that I picked for myself, which I was in high school at 17, was Brett. And I told you guys all about him on Facebook. If you want to read it, go read it. Then when I walked in the door of the barbershop and sat into the new man's barber's chair, he picked me. Okay. When I became an adult and I had my children for a father figure, I chose Harold. And in this lifetime, I've given those three men three opportunities to prove themselves as a man of God to me or as excellent in himself. And an excellent projection of that who I know he is in himself to this world so that we could build together. We, I, we can't build. It says, how can two walk together except they agree? That's why none of my exes. I'm friends with they I'm friends with their girlfriends or their wife except for one. I don't consider her really a friend because I found her not to be as genuine as his first wife that and his second wife. So I'm friends with and that's my daughter's dad. My daughter's dad, I was friends with his first wife Vicky because she was a humble and genuine person. There I couldn't find flaw in her. Her character was her character. She never said or did any backstabbing shit or none of that. So I friends with her, his wife that's deceased. I was like sisters with her because she was a woman of her character. She was a woman of her word. She lived out who she really was. So we had no conflict. I began the same friendship and relationship with the woman he's married to today. And then all kind of personality traits. And you can tell where this one has got in inferior complex over here. And this is there and all that. Where I've been, I've been there and I've done that. I've been that bitch. I'm telling y'all, that's ego. I don't, I don't play with ego. I don't walk with ego. Ego is not my friend. Ego is not my, my confidant. Ego was something that you have to have to get to where you want to go. But if you use your ego and you use it in a negative way, trying to hurt people to get what you want, and then after you get what you want, people already done said this shit. Oh, she using you. Oh, she this and she that. I don't walk that way. I walk in integrity. I get to know you for myself. And when I see who you are, I don't. I either walk with you continually or I cut your ass completely off until we see each other in passing again and see how I go. Okay, I see you now in front of my face. I see you now in front of my face. So now what season is this you bringing into my life? What reason are you coming here? And what life lesson you finna teach me? Because I don't know if you're going to be here long. Or I don't know if you're going to be here temporary. But it's my decision because it's Cam Wallace. It's diary of the mouth. It's D-O-T-M to you guys. That's who you are. When I, when I was image therapy and I was operating in that energy that God was teaching me to be his image. When I was, I'm going to say that one more time. When I was walking as image therapy in the beginning, he said image therapy means for the way that you look, for the way that you feel, and for the way that you carry yourself. And God taught me that in the 20 years that I have been image therapy. So 
what we have to understand is we have to learn from the things that we're going through and know that all these things are teaching us what? They're teaching us perseverance. Yeah, they're teaching you character. Perception. Self-control. Self-awareness. Teaching you that you're good and evil, both married together in one body. So greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. Because I told you guys that God said, draw a line down the middle of the paper. Write good on one side, write evil on the other side. I didn't put anything in the middle. He married them together. It's called the Gulf Fix. That's where God put everything inside of you. Greater is he that is within me. The Gulf Fix is a place. Well, only God knows. No man knows where the gulf fix is. No man knows where the soul is. No man knows where the spirit is. We only assume. And you remember what they said when you assume you really make an ass of yourself. Don't assume. Walk in love. And let live and you live. Stop worrying about people, you know. Focus on yourself. Focus on your breathing. Learn to breathe. Y'all, I have been, let me tell you guys what I've learned uh, since I've been away from you guys. And I know you guys miss me. I miss y'all too. Don't think I'm, I'm I, I be this, let me tell y'all. I be like this hard bitch, right? But inside, I'm really a softie. I miss y'all so much. I miss where we, what we had. I miss Facebook. I miss all of that. But I'm the type person, guys, when I have been there, I have been there. When I have done that, I have done that. And I always look for new and exciting adventures. And it had gotten to the place where I have been saying the same thing for 11 years to you guys. I think you should have heard me by now. If not, you could keep like that one lady, Miss um, Charmaine said. Shit, she had to keep playing the tape over and over and over again. But when she played that tape over and over again, she said she got it. And she been getting it ever since. Because Miss Charmaine saw something inside of me that only God can let her see. If you see something inside of me that is negative, then only God allowed you to see that. And what you have to do is now, why did I have to see it? Back to the dream about my ex's mother. I know I be jumping out on the place. Y'all need to know our whole damn life. You just need to see a picture, paint what you, whatever kind of view you want to paint of it, and then see if it manifests that way for you. Because then what will be happening is you'll start taking your eyes off of your work and looking at my work and then my work gets watered because shit happens. And I'm going to explain to you. Let me go back to the dream. In the dream that I had the night before last, I dreamed about my ex's mother, Mrs. Bing. B-I-N-G. Bingo, baby. <laughs> anyway, they were at some kind of tailgating party or whatever. And Miss Bean was there and Angie was there. And I was walking. I was like, Miss Bean, hey. And she turned around and she seen me. She, like she always do. She gave me so much love, y'all. So much personality. So much love. And she has this way of just smiling at me. As almost all of my, my ex-mother-in-law, especially Miss Ruth, all of them, they have this look that they look when they see me. Especially, oh God, Brett's mother. Oh my God, that lady, when she would look at me, y'all, she loved me so much that it just poured out of her smile. 
and it would make Brett so angry. He, when I wasn't there, she was like, is she coming? When is she coming? Then he would get angry for her asking about me because he was a Taurus the bull. But he would get angry, and I was like, why do you do your mom like that? You know, she, she's there, and when I come, we have a good time together. Last time we were together, she asked me, could she take us out to dinner? She took us out to dinner at Harvest Table, and she said, I'm paying for y'all to eat. She was so happy. And when I was a young girl, I didn't have the character that I have when I was with him the last time. So I believe that I was with him three times only to learn who I am today. Because the last time we were together, he lived with his mother. And when I was a kid, he lived with his mother. When I chose him, I was like 18, 17 or 18 years old when I chose him to be my boyfriend. And um, yes, I chose him. And if you don't know the story, go back and listen to my videos because I've told it. I ain't telling it now. I'm harvesting now. It's a difference. He's got his harvest that he chose and I want mine. So I'm going to harvest. But anyway, um, I chose him when I was, I think, 17 or 18. I was going into the senior year of my high school year when I chose him to be my man. And um, yes, I do do the choosing. <laughs> Ladies, y'all can choose if y'all want to, but I choose what the fuck I want. And Brett said he never had no damn, he never even thought about being with a girl like me. But I chose him because he was everything on the outside that I could see across that damn beach. That tall and dark chocolate Hershey bar standing over there. Because at the time I was on Hershey bars, baby. <laughs> I change chocolate like I can change anything. I love myself some kind of chocolate from dark to milk to caramel and everything in between nuts and all that salted sugar chocolate. Oh, God, I need a chocolate fix universe. Give me a chocolate fix. I'm ready for a new man parade. You gave me a man parade on Facebook and the one that I chose didn't believe I loved him. So we decided to part ways and go our own way. I decided not to convince him that I loved him and he decided not to convince me and it was over just like that. That was the last man parade, but I'm ready for a man parade universe period. Universe, give me a man parade. And I mean, I want that chocolate to be right. Season to perfection. We ain't on Hershey's. We ain't on Dove. Ooh, Dove milk chocolate is just so good on my tongue. It's just so smooth. I need, he need to be seasoned in smoothness, God. Because you know, I'm tough as nails sometimes. And I'm that cactus and I'll prick his ass. But anyway, back to the damn dream. Stop. Why do I do that? Y'all so know. This is my damn diary. I can write whatever I want to write. It's my words that are perfuming my atmosphere. I done been on deathbed for two weeks. I done kicked the devil ass in the spirit because I had to die to that shit. I said, I ain't finna fight them. Mm -mm. Nope, Lord. Every hit, lick, kick, stab, everything I want to do to them. I don't know what to hurt them like you do. So you can have that one. These, this is my ladder rain. Those was weeds in my garden. You can't fight people for the shit you don't know about. So anyway, I dream about my ex's mother and she's at this party and she turns around she gives me all this beautiful love like she always does and she's smiling at me and just gleaming at me love and she said you know what she said if you still had been hanging around me girl I would have been had you married by now 
And I said, you always talking shit to me. You always talking shit to me. Miss B, why are you talking shit to me? And she laughed and she said, because you just need to be married. I was like, okay. So in the dream, I see Angie and Angie tells, she said, this is my husband. I said, Tam got married too, right? She said, yeah. And I was like, okay. I said, well, you hitting on a thousand. I said, but you know, my day coming. I said, I got to, it got to be right for me. I just, I've settled enough, y'all. I ain't settling no more. If I got to have somebody else standing next to me and sleeping with me and eating with me and living with me and putting their money with mine, their business ideas with mine and making love and all these other things that people do, they got to be right. Because if I try to keep, be right all the time, they just need to be right. They got to be right in themselves is what I mean. Not outside of themselves with the ego, but right inside with themselves. They've got to love their self. They got to know. They got to understand. It's got us a lot that they have to have. And I've had an opportunity. God is so amazing. I never knew that at 50 years I was going to go viral. But when she said that to me in the dream, and she was in her hand, she used to sew and she used to bake cakes. In her hand, it was something that was square. And my attention immediately went to the square white thing in her hand. And I was like, I don't know what it is. What is that? I got a confusion about what it was. And I remember waking up from the dream and I told myself, I said, I dreamed about Miss Bean last night. Why would I dream about Miss Bean? What is Miss Bean trying to tell me? So later on that afternoon, I had been battling, you know, like, um, like I said, I was full of shit. I had been sitting around here 2020 eating and shit and not moving and got constipated. So I'm thinking to myself, what is Miss Bean trying to tell me in this dream? So I kept going over the dream. So when I took a shower earlier that day, I said, God, should I call Joe and see is everything okay? Or should, cause I kept seeing Mr. Bean every time I hit Augusta, me and Mr. Bean ran into each other. Last time I was in Augusta, I was getting my scones to get on the highway. I ran into Mr. Bean coming out the door. He was going in the door. Wow coming same way it was at the last restaurant coming out no he was at the he was at the buffet line and i was at the buffet line so that's a harvest that's that's um celebration that's sitting at the table that prepared the table for me in the presence of dying in so we was at a restaurant we took a picture together now miss bing i'm dreaming about her she had this square thing in her hand so i'm in the bathtub like okay god do you want me to call I don't want to call. I don't want to go back to the past. I don't want to speak to the people from the past. I want to keep moving forward. I don't want to go back and fill my cup with the same old stuff. So let me just speak to the spirit of the thing called being. So I said, what is being? What is this being? It's one more letter could be bingo. So I'm in the shower just talking it out. And I'm pretending as if I was calling him. And I was like, hey. How you doing, Joe? Is everything okay? You know, I dreamed about your mom. She was so beautiful. You know, tell him about the dream. Because his mama was fly as fuck. All my, all my mother-in-laws was fly, y'all. That's how I know that when I get to wherever I'm going, I'm going to get back to where I used to be with my fly as fuck when God gave me another ego. Because right now my ego is so humble that I don't care about all that stuff of the world no more. I only care about the things of God right now. And that's just humbling as can be fucking naked. And that's just how I feel. 
I know a lot of people don't understand that when you want your red bottoms. Those are bonuses when you're serving God. Because the red bottoms don't give you the earth-to-earth contact that fucking nakedness does. Listen to me when I'm speaking to you because this might change somebody's identity. Somebody's perception. Let me say that again. Red bottoms don't change your reality of who you are because it loses your contact with the earth. Being naked, you are one-on-one with the earth. And the earth is you and the earth is God. So I've come to a very humble place. Yes, I would love to have red bottoms one day. Yes, I would love to go back to my Louis Vuittons and all that stuff that I used to have. My big house with me and my two kids and all the stuff I had. I would love to have that now for me. But that's the bonus. My nakedness, my vulnerability, my ability to be seen and read like an open book. I put myself as Cam Wallace to the world. I wasn't no catfish, but I was catfished. Lessons learned. I am what I say I am. I'm a Pisces and an Aries mixed. Miss Bean looked at me and she said, you would have been married if you hung with me. I said, Miss Bean, you always talking shit. And I focused on the square thing that was in her hand. Well, a few, uh, a few uh, months ago, I ran into somebody who told me that somebody that they knew was constipated and that they, that they died. And I said, oh, my God, this is the second time in my life hearing this story. Somebody died because they was constipated. I said, my um, ex-boyfriend's mother's um, relative died. She was constipated and she couldn't. She went to the doctor. They couldn't help her. They kept telling her nothing was wrong. And she ended up being, had a blockage. She didn't know. She couldn't, she couldn't go. And so um, I said, wow. I said, it's crazy I hear that. So I'm talking about all this stuff in the shower you know, as if I'm talking to him. And all of a sudden, I say, I got it. I got it. I said, that's why you told that person to say that to me a few weeks ago, a months ago. And it made me think about Miss Bing. Then I dream about her so vividly, and I see a square thing in her hand. I decided to remember what, what the Bible says. The Bible says there's a healing flow of water. So from time to time, you should go and get a colonic. So I went and got a colonic. And that's why I met Chris. Because my herbalist in Augusta said that my small intestines was impacted. And all I could think about was when I had my accident and I died several times, when a person dies, they lose all of their, their body fluids and stuff. And I've done that twice. My body was dry on the inside. And I've taken a lot of shit and suppressed it deep, deep down inside of me. So 40%, I had shit inside of me causing me discomfort. And I know that's nasty, but this is my fucking life. Again, another one of my platforms and another one of my personas as an ego to this world. To leave a life lesson for you. A lot of us in this world, y'all. Because of social media, we are now full of shit. We're taking a lot of shit that we shouldn't take. We don't know what's real anymore and what's fake. We still think we're fighting against good and evil when we're not. We're fighting against love and hate. 
and hate only represents pain. Love represents everything that pain does not. I've been telling you all this for the longest and they were not hearing me. So I said, God, I'm removing myself from this whole situation. The election, I did not vote because it's the less of two evils. Our systems need to be changed. Our documents need to be changed. Our constitution, our amendments, everything needs to be changed. It needs to be updated. It needs to be all these systems. People need to be who they want to be. But we need to govern ourselves and have self-control because we are both, y'all, good and evil. I don't know who's following me out there and I don't know who's listening to me. But I know that when you come here, you heard me. And when you hear me, you're now responsible for everything that I've said because God knows that your nosy ass was snooping and listening and coming here and being a follower. So now you're responsible for the knowledge that you've learned from me. And you got to now implement that knowledge in your life. When Miss Bean said, talking shit to me, like she always did, but still gave me love. I came to the realization when I was in the shower that I was full of shit and I needed to do a fucking enema and get the fucking shit up out of me. And it came out of me. There was a blockage that came out as a square. It was a square, like a Rubik's Cube type square, but not as big, like size of a meatball square. Small meatballs, not large meatballs. Came out of me. And I instantly said, Miss Bean just saved my life. By me knowing Joe. See, everybody that comes into your life, no matter whether they was your husband or just your boyfriend, y'all. Or just somebody that you laid with. They transfer spirits. I have Miss Bean's spirit inside of me because I loved her son. And she is in heaven right now, looking down on me and still approving me, even though I'm not with her son. She's still approving me to live. So it's something that she sees inside of me to come to me in my dream. To tell me if you've been with me, you would have been had a husband. I'm with her. That means I'm finna get my husband. Because she's with me. She's walking with me. She's talking to me. She allowed me to see her and her baby daughter in my dreams, y'all. Is that ESP? Is that a vision or is it a dream? What is it? It's my reality today because I'm sitting here living as a blockage came out of me because I was full of shit from all the shit that I've taken from people and suppressed it. There's nothing wrong, there's nothing missing, and there's no voids in my life, there's no voids in your life, there's no voids at all. Everything is what it is at the moment it needs to be. That's why I don't plan like I used to plan. I don't set goals anymore, I just be. And a lot of people don't understand the simple, complex me. But I've tried to, for the last year, 2020, God's perfect vision. I have been using God's vision to see who am I now at 2020. When I look at it backwards, it's 0202. 
That's my grandmother's birth year, birthday and month. When I look at that, I say, who am I now? Because I've really been living in the image of everything that my grandmother taught me in my life. But getting ready to turn 53 years old next year, 2021, what shall I expect for my life universe in 2021? Now that this cycle, this, this pattern of the universe for 700 years has come to an end and I have spent 52 plus years in the cycle, it is now coming to an end. And I have lived those 52 years thinking that at that moment of my birth, I was a Pisces, but it turns out that I was more leaning to the Aries side, even though I was born on the cusp and the day was still the Pisces day. But it was just the dawn of the Pisces, I mean the dawn of the Aries day or something like that. I don't know how it go, but this year, the universe 2020 says that I am now an Aries. So now I have to learn all over again, who am I? Who am I now that I am living as an Aries? I always just lived as a Pisces, which are the two fish was more than enough for me. But now I'm living as the wisdom of the two fish and the head of the ram, which is the God of war is the Aries and the God of war is Pisces. Wow. So now this God of war as an Aries is living the latter reign in my life. This is my latter reign. This one is for me. I've done it for everybody and everybody's way to try to prove them what they wanted to see and they still was not satisfied. So I do it for me now. And what satisfies me is being who I am all rolled up into this beautiful shell. When I tell you I'm one beautiful woman, I am one beautiful woman inside and out. And I can't do nothing but thank God for that because I know my worth. I call my man Parade to come forth. And on July... Fifth, 2021, I would like my man parade to begin on July 5th, 2021. And that's all I got to say about that, you bitches. I love y'all. And let me give you a cash three number as well. I want y'all to play that 828. Play 828, cash three lovers. I already gave y'all cash for lovers a number, 2020. Turn it around backwards. It's my grandma, 0202. And for that, I just want to say I love you, I'm grateful for you, and I am really humbly asking you to share these podcasts with your family and your friends. I don't care if you want something to laugh at. I don't care if you want something to cry about. I don't care if you want to pick at me or hate on me. Whatever your reason is, just share the word because you're now held responsible and I asked and that's all I can do. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.